This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Let's talk about food. And when we talk about food this time of year, it's usually about overindulging or trying not to, followed by the kind of diets we plan to start in the new year. But not this year. Because of the pandemic, this is the year when the concept of food insecurity went mainstream. Nearly a third of Canadians feel the pandemic will impact their ability to pay for food. People are most worried about being able to afford vegetables and fruit. And unlike other years, only 30% of Canadians plan to go on a diet in 2021. Uh, I'd like to hear from you. Uh, does that describe how you're feeling about things this year? 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And now let's go to Sylvain Charlebois, Senior Director of the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University and uh, the author of that report. Hello, Sylvain. Good, good morning. Good afternoon. Um, uh, good so, afternoon. <laughs> so, my brain is on vacation already. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> I think we all need a vacation. Um, Sylvain, no kidding. was there anything that surprised you in this report? Well, uh, I would say, I mean, despite the year we've had, I think, I think Canadians remain focused uh, on... Uh, now what's going on? And uh, in March and April, uh, the the virus came violently into our lives, and uh, I, I think some of us actually lost our our bearings, really, our life bearings, <laughs> the, the work life balance, and and everything else. Uh, but when it comes to food, I, I think people you know do remain concerned. But what was really interesting is that uh, we. Uh, we felt that uh, Canadians aren't necessarily as concerned about food prices as they were a year ago last year. And uh, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that people have a lot of other things to worry about. Oh, uh, that's other good news. Than food prices. And, uh, you know, there's, there's lots going on. What about this idea? I, I don't think this whole... Uh, thought about food insecurity and certainly not naming it with that term was on people's radar a year ago, and it certainly is now. Well, it was on mine because uh, we do a lot of work with food banks, and uh, and I, I was listening to your show before I came on, and uh, clearly it is on the minds of a lot of people even before, and it was on a lot, a lot of minds of of a lot of people before the but before the pandemic. What really happened in March and April? Visualizing food insecurity with the empty shelves, and and basically uh, getting people to realize that as a country, uh, as a rich country, running out of food is a possibility. It's highly improbable between you and I, and I I never panicked. I knew exactly what was going on in March and April, but a lot of people didn't and felt felt this strong emotion of food insecurity. So even though it was just really a state of mind, 
it really affected a lot of people, and uh, which is why we saw in our report uh, that uh, the number of Canadians uh, who are planning to give to food banks in 2021 has doubled compared to last year, which wow. is really nice. So Double, you, you, that's A lot great. of kids out there care. Now, I want to get to food habits. So I'm turning my memory back to the beginning of the pandemic when I think people were probably a little more serious about only shopping once a week, filling up their pantries, uh, and finding many different ways to turn a can of beans into a delicious meal. But I'm not sure that that stuck. Uh, no, uh, the we, in terms of food shopping habits, uh, again, uh, we were quite surprised to see that uh, that Canadians actually intend to tackle 2021 the same way as as they did when they they, they had to tackle 2020 uh, 12 months ago, which seems to be at least a decade ago now. But uh, in terms of in terms of habits. Uh, this is the big one that surprised me. 60% of Canadians actually are planning to go out less in 2021, despite the lockdowns, despite everything else. And a year ago, it was at 60% as well. So you can see that people are still, you know, looking at cooking as a, as a really great opportunity to, to become more food literate, to basically take ownership of whatever you're eating and uh, and the gardening part also is a huge issue. Of course, a lot more people want to garden and that is likely to continue into the new year. Though the one big difference compared to last year is online shopping. So the number of Canadians who intend to, to shop online compared to last year has more than doubled. So clearly more people are planning to buy online in the, in the future. Uh, that's food online. And does that have to do with the pandemic and not wanting to go to the grocery store? Will that stick, uh, presumably, when we're all clear of this, whenever that is? I think that's part of it. A lot of people, uh, so in the survey, we actually also saw people don't want to necessarily go to more than one place to shop, which means that people are very, very strategic about about grocery shopping. They'll go to one place, they'll have a, they'll have a a plan, they'll have a list, they'll remain focused and disciplined, and out they go back home. Uh, that seems to be the pattern. With online, of course, you can do all the shopping you want safely, and that appeals to a lot of people obvious, for obvious reasons. Right. I have to, I have to admit, I don't know if it's because I'm a Luddite, I, I just really don't like the idea of, of somebody else picking my food. <laughs> <laughs> well, a year ago, uh, a lot of people just didn't not want to empower some stranger to pick their cucumbers and tomatoes, but apparently more and more Canadians are actually willing to overlook that barrier, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, especially during during the pandemic. Now, back to what, what people are buying. So again, I, I want to come back to, though I'm, you know, recalling all the recipes uh, for chickpeas and, and white beans, legumes, you know, that are you can keep in your pantry versus meat that was, uh, you know, out of stock in a lot of places. Uh, has that left an impression? Are people shifting more? I mean, one of the things that was happening, certainly in the cooking world last year, was more plant-based. So 
th- that trend and the pandemic, what, what's the result of those two things kind of converging? So last week, uh, I actually read a report from Nielsen, uh, which is a uh, an amazing company. It actually gives you exactly what's going on uh, in grocery stores uh, week by week. So I'm not sure if you're going to believe me, but since the start of 2020, uh, plant-based product sales have gone up 31%. Wow. That market is now worth $300 million in Canada. And it's likely to grow up to a billion dollars by 2025. So a lot of people are looking at plant-based products, either at the meat counter or in the dairy section, both. Right. So it's it's vegetables and it's uh, it's the fake meat. I, I shouldn't call it that. Uh, uh, plant-based meat. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's vegetable protein. Uh, it's not necessarily meat. It's just vegetable protein. So... The Beyond Meat, for example, would be a vegetable protein, a plant-based product, per se. Uh, fake meat would be lab-grown meat. That would be fake meat. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that in the grocery store yet, I don't think. No, they don't. it's not legal yet, but it's legal in Singapore as of last week. It's the first country to legalize lab-grown meat. It's an incredible, it's been an incredible year, but guess what? I think it's a matter of time before we see lab-grown meat in Canada, but uh, to call it fake meat would be, I, I would say, quite appropriate. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll be getting calls about that. Now, the, the, <laughs> the move to plant-based, is, is there a demographic aspect to it? Is it more younger people, millennials, who are more likely to want to have more plant-based food? It's a mixed bag, actually. It depends uh, how uh, what what consumer you are, what kind of consumer you are. If you're concerned about about health, about the environment, about animal welfare, uh, you are more likely to be interested in buying a plant based product more so than if someone is not as concerned uh, of of some of the three elements uh, that would drive someone to consider a plant based product. So that's really it's you, you're seeing boomers, you're seeing uh, the Generation X uh, people, you're seeing the younger generations like the millennials and the Generation Zs as well. Uh, there, a lot of people are interested in in some of these products, and and most of it is is about exploring. They're still committed to meat. They enjoy meat. Uh, I would say that probably eighty five percent. To ninety percent Canadians actually will eat meat on a regular basis. It's just once in a while they just want to try things out. Okay, and uh, we uh, only have about a minute or so left. Uh, what trends do you see on the horizon in Canadians' eating habits, or any kind of uh, cuisine or foods that are going to pop up as popular in twenty twenty one? I, I we're, we're actually watching closely the meal kit. Uh, phenomena that so ten years ago meal kits uh, the market was worth about five million now it's up to four hundred million in Canada wow. it's grown so much this year uh, meal kits are basically pre measured pre cooked uh, meals you get delivered to your home and you it's like the IKEA of food you put pieces together and you feel like a chef. You can actually produce a nice meal. You don't need to uh, be inspired. You don't need to uh, menu manage. It's all done for you. And it's because people are experiencing more cuisine fatigue or cooking fatigue, meal kits are coming in handy. 
Okay. Anything else? Well, I'd say that really the plant-based phenomena is a big one. Online shopping is something we'll watch very closely. Many grocers are investing a great deal, but it's not only grocers. CPG companies, processors, farmers are also selling food online. So we'll be watching how they're doing uh, when they're interacting with consumers in the future. Okay. Very, very interesting stuff. Sylvain Charlebois, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and Bon Appetit. Hey, Merry Christmas to you too. Thank you very much. Okay. That is all the time we have for today. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.